Hey, 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 what's going on? Oliver Carlin here. I'm coming at you from my house. That was really earlier. It's <laughs> Everyone's still asleep. Um, but I wanted to talk to you about something that I find uh, I thought would be cool, right? To talk about today, and that's going to be this... Uh, how would you like to lose weight permanently with this, this um, thousand-year technique, thousand-year-old proven technique that was discovered by um, a doctor through a medical, like a ten-year, a seven-year-long medical study. So the big question is this, how do people that are overweight and confused about weight loss able to finally get the body of their dreams and be healthy while still being able to eat normal, not spend hours in the gym, or have to go to extreme measures to get there, even if they've tried before and failed? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Oliver Carlin, and welcome to Internalized Weight Loss. So how would you like to do that, right? Um... I think, obviously, I, you're, you, you wanted to see that if you're still here, right? So, um, doesn't that sound exciting? First of all, just, I mean, what is this thing, right? So, let me just start with, you know, the way we think about weight loss, right? I know the other day I was, um, I was, you know, I see, I've seen like an overweight person, right? And even though I've, I know the stuff that I know and I've done... I've learned the techniques and stuff that I've learned. I see an overweight person and I see them eating food, a lot of it, and I'm thinking, you know, I'm thinking, my, my mind immediately switches over to thinking that the food they're eating, the food they're eating is what's causing them to be overweight. And I'm thinking, well, you know, they probably shouldn't be eating all that, you know, to if they want to lose weight, right? And, uh... You know, I think for most of us, that's where we're at, right? We, we believe, um, for whatever reason, as society, we just believe that the way we eat is what's causing us to be overweight. We just believe the fatty foods, the high sugary diets, the unhealthy fast foods, foods of convenience, people not cooking their food, eating out all the time. We just assume that that is what's causing um, people to be overweight, right? Um, and we all have this desire to to not be overweight. You know, that's why when I when we see overweight people, um, like almost default mechanism within us is to just say something bad about them. Even if we don't verbally say it, we might think it. You know, we'll think like, oh, geez, that person's really overweight. That person's really fat. Look, how how can they be like that? And, you know, for some reason, as a society, we look down on being fat. We look down on being overweight. We know that if we have all that body weight, that we're not attractive. That women, you know, they don't make us feel good. That we don't, I mean, we don't, the people that we want to be attracted to us aren't because of the excess body fat. We know that the health issues that are associated with all these excess body fat, like diabetes, which you can lose arms and legs with having that type of stuff, um, heart disease, dying young. I mean, there's just countless things we know from being fat that you can happen to you, right? And we know that 
We don't want our children to become fat because we're fat. And we wish there was a solution to this problem. None of us want to have all this excess body fat. You know, it's just, it's just something that is almost like a phenomenon that happens. And it seems like whoever you ask has got a different answer. Whoever you ask is thinking, um, this is what the problem is. And then even in the Navy as a fitness leader, I was not able to talk about nutrition. I was just able to help people with physical activity. And anytime you ever talk about nutrition, it's this big gray area, like this huge gray area, right? Because um, people got so many different ideas about what loses weight. And the weirdest thing of all is everybody's losing weight doing something different. <laughs> so how... To me, weight loss is like one of the most confusing things out there. And then don't, you know, don't forget about the marketers out there that are getting rich off of selling you that magic pill or that magic supplement that's going to just melt the fat away. So, I mean, there's just bombarded with just a bunch of noise in the weight loss world. But all we really want to know is how do we do it? How do we get this weight off, keep it off permanently? Without going through some crazy shit like freaking eating a t not eating carbohydrates, not eating fats, going on some starvation-style diet, running for three hours a day, going to the gym, you know, just doing all these extreme things that we know deep down inside we shouldn't have to do. It's just we're programmed to know how to lose weight. And... Anyway, this is kind of this weird thing, right, that happened. But if you rewind the clocks, right, if you rewind the clocks 100 years and you went, let's just say you went back in time and you were to ask them, hey, what do you do for, um, or you looked at the food they were eating. Actually, go back in time 50 years. Look at what the food they were eating 50 years ago. You would see that they were eating the same type of food that we are today. They still had fast food. They still had hamburgers, they still had sugary foods, but they didn't have a weight loss problem. There was no epidemic. There was no obesity epidemic in the nation at that time, 50 years ago. So it's like, that's interesting. And then if you ask those same people, what do they do for exercise to maintain that body weight? They would give you the deer in the headlights look because they don't, don't even, it's not even a thing. Like who does that, you know? And so what changed? What caused this? There was an obesity epidemic that happened. And if you think about it, wouldn't it be cool if we could just reverse back to the way it was 50 years ago? Where they didn't think about what they ate. They didn't think about what um, to do for exercise. They just weren't fat. It wasn't a thing. People weren't fat. There was no obesity epidemic. There were still some fat people around. But... As a society, overall, we were not obese like we are now, okay? So if you look at that and you look at the data and you look at the statistics and everything, you think, okay, so what happened 50, you know, 50 years ago that caused this big shift? And it was the personal computer that hit the marketplace that caused this big shift. And it caused people to just be sedentary. I mean, shouldn't have to explain that too much, right? You know, office jobs, you're sitting at a computer all day when before you were working outside, manual labor jobs are gone. Um, working in the fields are gone. Tractors took place of everything. Everywhere you turn, technology has eliminated the need for you to move. Look at elevators. You don't need to walk up the stairs anymore. Look at vehicles. You don't need to walk anywhere anymore. Look at bicycles. You don't need to ride, a, you don't need to walk anywhere more. You know, um, 
the list can just go on and on. Personal iPhone, everything's on your phone now. You never have to go anywhere. You can order stuff online. So just look, just if you start thinking about it, you're like, wow, I don't move. My, my technology does all the movement in my life for me where I'm able to just sit around and do nothing physically all day long. So you think, well, shit, so what can I do? How do I, how do I fix this problem that's presented, right? We all love technology, and I, I know you don't want to give up technology, but where's the, where's the happy medium? Unless you just want to be obese and not be attractive and not be healthy and die young, what is the solution to your problem, right? So um, after I was, when I first learned about this, I was actually um, listening to, I was in a ship shape course, an eight week long government ran weight loss course. And uh, Mr. Martinez was the one talking about how he taught um, Mr. Blair um, was the doctor that actually discovered the statistics and everything that I just gave you. And so they, after learning that, one of the big, big things to learn was that I learned from the course was that physical activity doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be like, um, movement doesn't have to be like what you think it needs to be, right? It doesn't have to be this, let me go sprint as fast as I can until my heart's about to explode and then <coughs> sweat's pouring off of my body. It doesn't have to be like that. What you learn, what I learned was if you look at someone who walks a mile and someone who runs a mile, the person who walks a mile burns, just, just say it's like 175 person burns about 93 calories in a mile walk. Whereas if he ran that same mile, he'd burn like 130 calories, right? So there's like a, what, like a 40 calorie difference there. And what you figured out was the guy that's running is actually bouncing up and down, right? And the guy that's walking is just walking straight line. Well, if they held a string and you straightened that string out, you would see that the guy that was running actually traveled further distance than the guy who walked because of all the bouncing. So the only reason he burned that many more calories was because he was actually traveling further. So all that means for you is you don't have to work hard. You just have to move more. Okay? That's all you got to do. So um, according to the American College of Sports Medicine, to lose weight, all you have to do is... 250 minutes of physical activity a week or that's 2,000 calories a week now if you equate that um, well let's first of all let's let's talk about one more thing and then I'll tell you that one again so the the reason why we ended up gaining weight because of the lack of movement was because they figured in the study that dr. Blair did was is about hundred to 200 calories um, surplus that you were taking in each day which equated to about um, 1400 calories a week or 5,600 calories a month, right? Which equates to about almost two pounds of fat a month or 10 pounds in six months or 19 pounds of fat in a year. So it was a gradual over time thing, right? You didn't get fat overnight. You didn't wake up and, oh shit, where'd all this fat come from? It happened slowly over time, almost unnoticeably snuck up on you. And that's how we became fat as a nation because of the gradual change. Well, if you reverse that, Following American College of Sports Medicine's theory, we would need 250 calorie, um, 250, 2,000 calories a week, 8,000 calories a month would equate to about two pounds of fat, um, two pounds of fat loss a month, 
14 pounds of fat loss in six months or 27 pounds of fat loss in a year just by moving more you would you be able to reverse that theory now in order you're thinking 250 is a lot in a week well let's break it down that's 35 minutes a day seven days a week or if you follow um, what I recommend it's 12 minutes three times a day so you break that 35 minutes so basically if you just worked out if you just moved more 12 during the 12 minute period three times a day you would be able to reverse the epidemic you would be able to lose the fat gradually over time and keep it off permanently so that's basically it the only issues you're gonna run into you might think oh I don't have time well the cool thing is what I've learned through doing this for such a long time is you actually end up with more time like I was at the ele- I was taking the elevator the other day and I ended up getting to the floor before the people that were waiting for the elevator got to the floor um, I parked further away so while the people that are circling the front of the parking lot looking for that front row spot I've already parked way far away and walked all the way in the building before they even find a parking spot so believe it or not it takes less time to move more as weird as that may seem right? the only other thing you may run into is the peer pressure of doing these things because everyone else isn't doing these things um, the only thing I can tell you is society changes and society will change as more and pe- more and more people catch on but some people have to lead that change you know what I mean so you're gonna have to just put forth a little effort to do these things and once you start doing them they become part of your life you don't even notice them anymore so it's pretty simple and the cool thing last thing is you become more productive at work because believe it or not studies have shown that if you sit there and stare at a computer hours on end your mind kinda goes numb and you stop focusing but if you get up from work every like hour to two hours and just take a stroll clear your mind you're getting your movement in and you'll actually come back and be more productive at what you were doing to begin with the last thing is just coming up with a list of ideas. I mean, you could probably come up with a bunch just sitting there on your own or using Google. But um, I went ahead and just made a, like a little pocket book that I'm giving away for free. All you got to do is just cover the shipping costs, and I ship it out to your house. It's got 110 ways to get moving right now, and you just little ways you can just plug right into your life. In the back of the book, it has a spot to write down like your favorites and any new ideas that you come up with that you like to do. And I also got a Facebook group together where we can um, collaborate ideas together, see what other people are doing, how they're able to implement it, and kind of help with the peer pressure thing to see that there are other people who are doing this as well. And so that I feel like that would help out with getting the movement in. And my last little bit tidbit of advice for you is the second cause of obesity that he found was the size of the food has changed. Um, it's the same food. We had fast food. We had everything. The same food is there. It's just the portion size has almost doubled since 50 years ago. So basically, you're eating more and you're, you're moving less is, is basically the cause. So if you were to just eat like 75, 50 to 75% of what's on your plate instead of the whole thing that's on your plate of what you normally eat, then just by doing that little thing there, you reverse the portion size and you're moving more, the weight's just going to freaking fall off. Okay, and I use it in my life every day, and I tell you, I've been using it for years, and I love it. It's just part of my life by now, and I've been able to lose 35 pounds of weight and and get the body I've always wanted. But the cool thing too is you actually you gain a different understanding once you understand these little things. 
all of a sudden you can you understand the cause of the weight loss problem the source and you see weight loss differently as you start doing these things and once you you once you become a believer and you see the weight coming off it'll all be better for you so go ahead get started moving now and head over to my website internalizedweightloss.com if you want to um, get three times results twice as fast I've got ways to do that as well as um, order you can get my my free book all right well look take care and I will talk to you later bye would you like to see how to internalize weight loss by just spending a few minutes a day for the next two months and never spend another dime on another weight loss program ever again if so head over to my website at internalizedweightloss.com